The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. And there followed Jesus a great multitude of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if they do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God? since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly I say to you, today, you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Today is the last Sunday in the church year. And it carries with it the theme of fulfillment. The fulfillment of all things. Now what fascinates me and puzzled me as a young pastor was how the theme of this day has similarities with the beginning of Advent. There is this hint at continuation, an end and then a new beginning. We see similarities between the gospel reading for today and the gospel reading for the first Sunday in Advent. This can be perplexing if we take into account the fact that the season of Pentecost and the season of Advent both carry their own themes in this church year. So, what's going on here? Biblical thought 
looks at the concept of time in different ways. There is the chronological bumpity bump of time, and then there's pockets of time that have important destination points. And so we say our prayers and then journey. And throughout church history, there has been the movement of the clock and the turning of the calendars. Chronologically speaking, the church has gone through various struggles and events in her timeline. The church groaned and sought Jesus during times of persecutions, martyrdoms, and days of peace. But through those times of peace and times of persecution, the church has always continued onward, precisely because the Lord cares for his church. So here we are today, and in this last year, we have experienced various destination points. Some have lost loved ones. Others have been diagnosed with illnesses. Still others have experienced blessings, such as the birth of children and graduations, weddings. The church has witnessed many baptisms here, and people new to St. John have joined us. The church's life of grace continues, and so here we are. We get ready to say goodbye to this church year and welcome to the new. So the question stands for us today, what are we to learn from the text and the flow from one church year to the next? So when we turn to the gospel, if you pay close attention, you are not given the entire account of the passion of Jesus. It does not include Jesus dying on the cross. Instead, we are being led to two thieves, hanging one on each side of Christ. And so our gospel presents two things for us. The central act of all history in the crucifixion of our Lord and Savior and then the people around Jesus who become focal points in this text. For example, there are three separate incidents of the mocking of Jesus in this text. The first two incidents are brief, but the scene with the two thieves who are crucified, one on each side of Jesus, is drawn out. The focal point then is the discourse on each side of Jesus as the church year ends. One thief mocks Jesus, while the other thief rebukes the first. It is a conversation about the state of humanity in view of God. Luke lets the second thief tell us about the human condition and what to do about it. It is Luke 17 all over again where Jesus tells the Pharisees, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. We see a bit of this among the two thieves who hang one on each side of Jesus. Of all the people around Jesus, it is the one thief who recognizes the divine quality of Jesus' passion and seeks eternal life. 
this gospel will bring to bear the prevalent theme for this day in the church here that one will be taken and the other left. This moment with the two thieves takes us back to what Jesus says at the beginning of Mark's gospel. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. And in Luke, when Jesus weeps over Jerusalem and says, you did not know the time of your visitation. This is all about the sanctifying of time and what you do with that time. The point for us today, then, is to listen to the words of Jesus that close our gospel. As one thief says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And then the words of, our, of Jesus and our gospel for today. Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This all leads to the question I posed to you a few moments ago. What are we to learn from the text and the flow from one church year to the next? For the first Sunday in Advent, you will hear from St. Matthew, who will talk about Noah and the flood, those who are saved, and those who perished. Then the words will ring out, two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. You will be reminded next week of the two thieves one taken and one left. And we are being taught about the life of faith as time continues from one season to the next, the continuation of faith in time. If the time of waiting and hoping for better days weighs you down, take heart because Jesus is your peace. If it seems difficult to continue on this journey and dealing with the passing of time and the slowness of time, Jesus will sustain you through it. And if we have not made good use of our time being soaked in holy things, Jesus forgives you and renews your hope in giving you more time. He comes in ways that surprise, as we see with the two thieves. One thief cannot see the work of redemption in Jesus, bloodied and hanging on the cross. But we learn from the other thief that Jesus is a sure and certain anchor for the soul. The power of his cross will pilot the church through the seasons and the year yet to come. Jesus is coming again. This is certain. And if you need to know more, then listen in, as a new church year will soon begin with Advent. Watch, for the Savior comes with the surprise of a virgin birth, and in this Savior's death is the life of the world. In Him will be your continuation from this life to the next. Jesus sanctifies your time today as he brings you into the everlasting day 
that has no end. In the holy name of Jesus, 